Today on City Wrestling Radio, CM Punk is CM Fired. Judgment Day lays claim to the top heel faction in all of wrestling. We're going to take a look at Payback this past weekend, and the reign of Orange Cassidy has come to an end because we're also going to take a look at AEW All Out 2023. All that, well, all that and a little bit more today on City Wrestling Radio. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome back to City Wrestling Radio, September 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined today, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Jose Oseguera. How are you today, sir? Oh, wait. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. It. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I love how people do that all the time, and they still don't know how to unmute themselves. Um, how's everybody doing? How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm glad to be here. What an adventurous weekend we've had. I can't wait to talk about it. I I know. I think after the uh, first off, you gave me 2020 flashbacks with that uh, mute button joke. <laughs> Secondly, um, yeah, this weekend was was just crazy, man. Like there was so much wrestling on top of that. I think I think we all needed this. I think we needed this weekend after the weekend prior. I think this was all uh I think this weekend was our just desserts. I think, you know, after the stressful week we had before that with Bray passing away, with Terry Funk passing away, uh, even with the, you know, speculation of what could happen in AEW, uh, it that all wrapped up, you mm-hmm. know, and I think this week was just, you know what? Wrestling fans need just two days of great wrestling. We weren't, we were all a little stressed about it, I think. I think we're all like, oh, two days of pay-per-views, AEW, one week apart. Even I was like, oh, but it remains to be seen what their ratings are going to be. But we're here now. We enjoyed the weekend. And uh, so much has come out of both WWE Payback and AEW All Out. So, uh, I mean, and one of the main things that that just came before the shows even started was was CM Punk. CM Punk being... Uh, terminated in a move that shocked the wrestling world on Saturday. AEW terminated the contract of one Phil uh, CM Punk Brooks with cause, might I add. <laughs> uh, this stems with uh, from his latest altercation at AEW All In 2023 at Wembley with Jack Hollywood Perry. He doesn't call himself that, but I really do think he should take it. I mean, his dad was Luke fucking Perry. I mean, he was legit Hollywood. Come on. Unless he's going to be Jack City Man Perry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because but he was Jungle he Boy. Beef. Yeah, but then now he has beef with us because, you know, City Wrestling. Well, he could be the City Man, and then we would sponsor him by giving him a, a sandwich every Genius. Month. I would pay for I would pay for a sandwich once a month. Oh, yeah. I would. I, I, I got his next sandwich, so that's two sandwiches a month. Two sandwich Jack Perry, the t- the offers on your table. I'm just saying, man. Uh, but uh, Tony Khan issued a statement before AEW Collision on the screen as well. Yeah, these are two different uh, statements. There was a pre-recorded statement that played on Collision. Uh, he was also gave a statement in front of the crowd Ooh, at AEW mistake. Collision. And uh, wow, did you see the footage? I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, and uh, it was just nothing but booze all around. Ooh. And that's one thing that kind of scared everyone this weekend is how is this crowd going to react on Sunday? And we'll get into that. But uh, as of collision, they were still a little hot. Everyone was still a little raw. I think they just felt it happened that day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Uh, but Tony said in the statement on screen, he says, I've been going to wrestling shows for 30 years. I've been producing them uh, for this network for four years. Never in all that time that have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. Khan continued, I do. He says, I don't feel anyone should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice. He's referring to letting go of CM Punk. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, uh, the recent investigation conducted over the past week involved conversations with every individual who witnessed the backstage altercation between Punk and Perry at All In, uh, in addition to an outside investigation of where, uh, quote, a lot of wrestlers were interviewed uh, on the background uh, and how things have changed slash not changed over the last year since the brawl out incident. The committee, along with legal experts and the external investigators, reached a unanimous decision concerning Punk, leading to Khan making the, the decision to terminate his contract. Um, Justin Barrasso from Sports Illustrated provided a little bit more detail into this. He said, quote, Punk was not dismissed solely because of his backstage altercation with Jack Perry last week sure. in London at All In. Though that did not help the cause, his uh, firing came after Khan felt physically threatened by Punk at All In during his uh, attempt to get Punk refocused on the match. Unlike prior occasions, Khan was not able to effectively communicate or reason with Punk, and witness accounts supporting Khan's claim further ended any chance that Punk would return to AEW. Khan's legal team, like I said, unanimously recommended that Punk's contract be terminated. Uh, Sports Illustrated and uh, learned that Khan ultimately made the decision to fire him. Um, it was of his own accord. He made the final decision. Uh, Barrasso also reported that David Zasloff, the head of Warner Brothers Discovery, had been informed of the official press release on Sunday. Uh, additionally, sources from both AEW and CM Punk's camps anticipate a forthcoming response from punk now jose yeah. uh what are, what are your thoughts on punk being terminated by AEW? okay uh are the reports still of or have they been validated that monitors were being tossed or tossed around or trampled upon and almost fell on tony khan so the story was is that after the altercation happened between him and perry he quote lunged mm -hmm. at um Tony That's Khan, yeah. leading to uh, monitors being knocked over, uh, yelling, um, I quit, mm -hmm. things like that. And you know what's funny? I was even, I made a little, uh, a little video, you know, you might have saw it on, on Instagram. It. If you haven't, and, please check it out. Yeah. And um, it, it's funny because I was looking at that footage of him walking to the ring and I, the second all in started, I his smirk on his face, I said, something just happened. Mm -hmm. I knew something just happened. Something big just happened. And um, just to think that was his last match in AEW is, is crazy. But yeah, the reports are that he lunged at Tony Khan and uh, monitors were knocked over and people stepped in the way of him uh, getting his hands on Khan. Yeah. Imagine if that was Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. He would have got mopped up by anyone and everyone, including real legit security. Undertaker would have stuffed his foot down his throat. Dude, it would not have ended well for Philip. Um, he's lucky he got to wrestle that night. 
He's lucky he had a good send-off with Samoa Joe. I wasn't a big fan of the match, but, I mean, if you want to hear more about that review, you can check us out for uh, our past show. Last week's episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, 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 if time and time again you're having all these incidences, it's no longer them, it must be you. So yeah. it, it had to be done. I'm sorry. It, uh, now, this is just assuming that it's all shoot. Because I went back last night and I saw the uh, original Hangman promo with uh, CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, you know, where the, he calls him out and all this stuff. CM Punk seems very sheeply, very dearishly. Uh, he was very, oh, come on, Hangman. I'm your one of your biggest fans. I respect you. He was coming off softer than any time I've seen CM Punk come off. Yeah. Any other time in the history of Punk. Yeah. Something's up. <clears throat> That that reaction because if if there if he was indeed reacting to a, a promo by Hangman and he was getting more and more livid by the second, he yeah. showed the complete opposite during the promo. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think you know, it, having him come back, like yes, this guy, this could be a story, but I, I that takes it to like the ump degree of Russoism. You know what I mean? Yes, like, totally. Yep. Everybody, and I, I just at this point, I, I honestly think he's a. Uh, He's done, man. I think yeah, he's done I'm, with AEW. I'm totally siding on the side of this is shoot AF. Yeah. This is definitely for real. This is something that uh, doesn't seem to be a put on. But I will go on record to say that if this is a put on, it's going to be one of the greatest Andy Kaufman moments ever. And, you know, ever. like punk is not um, punk. Th- punk has had this storyline before. WWE money in the bank. Mm-hmm. He won the title and quote, his contract expired and did not work for the company. He wasn't fired, but he did not work for the company. Then he took that title mm-hmm. when he was quote world champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right now he's also quote the real, he was the real world mm-hmm. champion. Um, kind of similar, you know, similar yeah. situations, leaving a company without a contract. One was fired. One was this, and if it was a work, it would be a, a pretty much a callback to that. Yeah, and this is genius level. So, so um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that this is for real life. I think it's real life. I think honestly, I'm glad Tony Khan kind of made this decision to let go of Finally. CM Punk. Finally, I, I I was a fan of CM Punk. You know what I mean for a long time. Um, but he did seem to just you know constantly. Uh, politic his way into making AEW uh, not what it used to be because ever since he came to the company, it's changed a lot. And that might be attributed to him. It might mm-hmm. not be. It might just be, hey, that's how things went. That's how this is how the company evolved over four years. But I don't know. I just I, I feel like even last last night, was it last night? One of those nights, uh, All Out was like it had a different feel to it. It, it felt different. It felt like CM Punk is gone and it mm-hmm. felt like everyone's chip on their shoulder was gone and they were able to do what they wanted. And that started with Collision because there was a lot of people that were on the show that were originally not on the show that mm-hmm. weren't on the show before you had the young bucks on the show. You had, um, apparently even, uh, there was a meet and greet with like Colt Cabana and Ryan Namath in the area. <laughs> you know what I mean? Announced yeah. after the, uh, before CM Punk was to let go, but you know, there it's were just plans funny to me. Yeah. 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 So it's just funny to me how all these things are changing now. Uh, since CM Punk is gone, and it feels a lot, uh, it feels a lot better. 
Continue. Yeah, you know, I think I think what Tony Khan just avoided was uh, a syndrome described by two words: the Hulk Hogan syndrome. Yeah. He totally dodged a bullet there. And listen, um, yeah, go on. No, no, good for him. Uh, good for taking a stand. Good for owning your own company and not giving it up, a la Eric Bischoff, to you know. Given and, and here's the thing about CM Punk, I, if he came back and and learned like, hey, like. I'm just going to do it, you know, work a storyline, do it in a way, work with other people, not be so uh, sensitive, sensitive, also politicking his way to having yeah. everything what he wants. Then that that's great. Like, come back, dude. Like, we'd love mm -hmm. to have you back because he seems like a genuinely good person. That's the thing. You know, he stood up for, you know, he's also like said, supported trans uh, support, trans youth, you know, um, he's also came out saying a lot of other things, support women's uh, reproductive rights, mm -hmm. you know, in favor of, you know, uh, not uh, not pro-lifers, but pro-choice, pro you know? Yeah. yeah, well, you and, know, people are multifaceted. We're not, you know, monolith. That's a word I, I learned recently. Um, you know, the many faces of CM Punk is just like anyone else. Uh, we yeah, I mean, faces. Yeah. that's true. We are all the villains to somebody's story. Exactly. You know? So, uh, we move on to, uh, I guess, what do you want to do first? You want to do all out or do you want to do payback first? Um, let, let's do in chronological, chronological order. Okay. Then let's start with WWE payback 2023. Uh, I didn't write down anywhere where it took place. Well, where was it again? Do you remember? Uh, Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And hence that. the PWO. Let's see. Yeah. Well, um, that's right. There we go. And the terrible towel made a, that's, that's what I remembered. It was the terrible yeah. towel thing. Anyways, uh, payback. What did you think of the show overall? Um, this is off the heels of an all in. I figured these guys were going to give it their best to, you know, one up AEW. They, they took a swing. It was a good show. They, they, yeah. you know, De decent, decent. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was a pretty, I said online a B plus show. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah, pretty solid, pretty, solid pretty darn, Yeah, like pretty darn good. Like mm -hmm. from top to bottom, it wasn't all like the best wrestling matches, but at the same time, it had some good storylines going in. Uh, Judgment Day is kind of on top of everything now. Love it. So, uh, let's get right into it because we got a lot to talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, we started off with Becky Lynch defeating uh, Trish Stratus in a steel cage grudge match. Uh, also, we kick off the show with. Uh, Tiffany Stratton ringside. So she's there. Uh, they're probably just trying to get more eyes on NXT with that. Mm -hmm. uh, but Trish and uh, Becky, they had a pretty standard WWE steel cage match. I will say that Trish looked great in this match, though. Uh, she's considered, quote, like, like this isn't her prime. Her prime was, you know, years ago when she was the women's champion. But she's really making a case for this era being her prime because she's doing a lot. And, you know, I think. I think if you put a title on her, which I don't think these days you you should, the way the women's yeah, just for the going. sake of it, yeah, no, you don't have to, um, because it's not what it used to be. You mm -hmm. know, I can't see her being Rhea Ripley. I can't see her beating Io Sky. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think uh, she could go maybe another year and maybe have a shot at the title. You know, mm -hmm. I think she could have a go and be cannon fodder for one of the champions and have a believable fight. Yeah, she needs someone that could talk. Yeah, she needs uh, someone to help her out that in that aspect. Yeah, 
Did you tell? Did you see her tell the fan to shut the fuck up? Right yeah, 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 yeah. Like she that got was pretty funny. She was like, shut the fuck up. And he was like, damn, I did yeah, not expect that. <laughs> but his homie was into it. So, yeah, this is the greatest ever. Uh, um, Zoe, yeah. I just want to say that the proof is in the pudding. Uh, if you see those post-match pictures of Trish, those are not makeup. You saw those welts and bruises develop as the match happened. Yeah, I think she's got a just, just a huge like hematoma or whatever they say on their forehead or whatever. It, it's yeah, it's a knot. It's a little mouse. Yeah. Uh, but Zoe Stark got into the cage at one point. Becky takes on both Trish and Zoe two on one. Becky hit Trish with an avalanche manhandle slam and secured the pin and the win. Uh, I did not like this match at first, uh, but I did. I did love the ending. Uh, Becky kind of taking on both Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus. Mm-hmm. And after the match, uh, Trish slapped Zoe Stark and Zoe Stark closed the cage and laid, uh, laid her out with her finisher. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, still not a fan of Zoe Stark. I don't, I, I mean, she's cool, but she's not like, I love this chick. She's awesome. Yeah. You know, she's not uh, me over yet. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this match? Jose? I thought it was a really good opener. Uh, good, good way to get the crowd going uh trish has incredible heat right now even though you know she can't talk but maybe that's why she has so much heat because she can't um but you know the all the selling all the running into she put extra effort into running her face into the cage and i really enjoy effort like that yeah like i said she's uh she's really giving her all and uh she's doing a lot more i think it's more physically demanding in this day and age than it was back in the attitude era oh totally even her matrix still looked good yeah. Uh, next up, John Cena comes out to the ring to stall for time. You know, he's uh, he's John Cena, man. He comes out, announces that he's going to be the special guest referee for the Miz versus L.A. Knight. For some reason, mm-hmm. he wants to insert himself in that. Um, then the Miz comes out, and, you know, he says, hey, uh, I don't need you. And then John says, yeah, I'm going to do it. He says, OK, whatever. I got a shirt right here conveniently. Yeah. Uh, so we got LA Knight defeating the Miz in a singles match with John Cena as the special guest referee. Uh, so I wanted to show, uh, so basically if you ever wanted to show aliens or (laughs) someone that's never watched pro wrestling before, what pro wrestling really is, this would be the match to show them because Jesus, this was the most generic looking, having acting, whatever type of match there can be. You got three, you know, white dudes with (laughs) short hair, all the same color. Uh, they're just hitting traditional wrestling moves. You know, you have the the the, the special guest referee telling, "You can't win like that, Miz. You can't <laughs> win like that." And you're you have, taking a shortcut. Yeah, no, no shortcuts. And you know, it's just to me, it, it was just it was just funny. It was a decent match, but uh, you know, uh, Cena, like I said, yelling words of encouragement at both men. We have a skull crushing finale tonight. Uh, Miz goes for a you can't see me elbow, but uh, Knight pops up, uh, hits him with a power elbow, followed by another big out el- or power slam, followed by a big elbow. We have the blunt force trauma pin in the win for LA Knight. Uh, it was a pretty good match, though. I would say that uh, I don't know if Cena needed to be added to this match. I just felt like they were looking to add him somewhere. Yeah. Um, what yeah, what'd you think of this match? Yeah, you know, it was all right. Uh, I, it was very off putting the way John Cena did the. Two. Yeah. <laughs> on that third strike, he like had like a weird movement that that was really off-putting. And I was like, hey, dude. Really? <laughs> well, he's getting old, man. Yeah. He, that, he's almost 50, right? Yeah. He could he could strike twice, but that third one is gonna be a tr- is gonna be a trouble. 
And then when he goes up the ramp with L.A. Knight, uh, they kind of have a face to face, but he acknowledges L.A. Knight and L.A. Knight says, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Take care. Later. Bye. Yeah, it's a corny match, man. It was corny. Everything. I mean, just Mm -hmm. lay out Cena or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ray Mysterio defeated uh, Austin Theory to retain the United States title. Uh, so are all pay-per-view matches for Rey Mysterio going to be sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch from now on, or yes, what's going course. on here? Yes, of course. Okay. Because Better than, I, uh, like something mini, right? The, I, I <laughs> bite-sized Snickers just yeah. for you. Oh, come on. I, uh, I hope he's getting a cut out of that. I, better, I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, while this was a good match, both men looked great. Austin Theory is just, he's just missing something for me. You know, he's good in the ring. He's just, there's just something about him. He doesn't have that. Uh, oh man they're writing him into a bland character were the nxt writers that that wrote him down there i i didn't watch I think they work for often. aw now <laughs> yeah I, I didn't watch uh nxt but i i've tried to see clips because i saw I, I saw a little bit of austin theory in that one documentary back in the day not back in the day you know a couple of two years ago um and it looked like he had something i don't know yeah. I, I, just a bland heel nowadays yeah uh let's see ray uh kind of hit his uh usual lucha stuff uh rolling drop kick to ray leading to ray bouncing off the ropes and hitting theory with a basement drop kick of his own a 619 to theory but theory is unfazed and hits gets the knees up for the splash theory then picks up ray looking for the a town down but ray rolls up theory and the pin and the win this is a good match but like i said an abrupt out of nowhere ending I did not like it to ending whatsoever. <laughs> I was yeah. kind of hoping for Theory to win, but leading to Santos versus uh, Theory. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Jose, uh, do you think it's a good move to keep this title on Rey Mysterio for the time being? For the time being, sure. I mean, you got to have somebody credible carrying it. I mean, it wasn't going anywhere with Austin Theory. Um, my thing is, it feels like the title's a little bit in limbo, but it has been for a while. Yeah, it uh, seems it, like it, they go back and forth between the Intercontinental and the U.S. title. One will be prominent for a minute, and the other one yeah. won't. And then it'll go back and forth. Yeah, and right now the IC titles, all the you know, she's the the ball, the princess at the ball. Um, I well, it's yeah, Gunther. Yeah, of course, and he's breaking Honky Tonk's record right as we speak. Uh, I think he broke it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where this is going. Every the internet seems to be buzzing about a Santos uh, turn on uh, LWO, or maybe he takes an LWO with him, but he's turning on Ray. I don't see it. Um, I think that's the easy way out. I think that's a cop out. Um, I, they could they they don't have to take the LWO out. They can uh, they they're what they were a faction. Legato Delphi. No, yeah, no, not, yeah, they they could totally go back to that. Um. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I, I say don't do that. Get creative. Yeah. Do something new. Do something crazy. Next, we had Tiffany Stratton, Becky Lynch backstage. Uh, basically, um, Tiffany talk came up. They talked. Uh, she Becky called her a Barbie doll. Yeah. Uh, they kind of teased. Oh. Yeah, they kind of teased the thing where Becky never won the NXT title. Yeah. Please don't make oh. a back, take a back step like that. Where Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Stratton goes. You know, sorry. Uh, I said I, I, last week. I said you were the women's champion, but I'm sorry. You never, never women's champion. I'm really sorry about that. Mm-hmm. I did love that. I, I kind of. She's growing on me. Yeah, she, yeah. Tiffany oh. Stratton. Oh my God, Tiffany Stratton, Trish Stratus. What oh. do you think? Do you think storyline mother? <laughs> Go there. Go there. I'm just saying, man, it can happen. Let's do it. Um, next up, we have Finn Balor and Damian Priest. 
uh, defeating Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens to win, or at least to become the new WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions. Now, this was an incredible hardcore match that I think Ter- Terry Funk himself can be proud of. Uh, the first half of this match is uh, all the men battling through the crowd on the outside. Kevin Owens comes out wearing his Kevin Owens shirt, but rips it off, revealing a Terry Funk T-shirt. Exactly. I wonder if he does that to hide it. Like, I wonder if they're like, don't wear that if they like saw him wearing it. But like, I, I just wonder why he didn't just wear it to the ring. You yeah, know what I mean? He wanted the pop. True. Cheap pop, okay. cheap pop, cheap pop. All right, all right, it makes sense. Uh, J.D. McDonough interfered in the match, hitting KO with a chair, but KO uh, hit, got, basically grabbed a garbage can and put it over J.D. McDonough, and both him and Sami Zayn beat down on the garbage can with the um, with the kendo sticks. Mm-hmm. At one point, Kevin, Kevin and Sami are thrown into a penalty box and arise wearing Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys. Arg some <laughs> random reason. Yeah. Uh, this is the point where Kevin Owens is just bleeding profusely. Uh, there's back and forth action. Rhea Ripley speared Kevin. Owens. she comes out, spears Kevin Owens through a barricade. We have a Haluva cool. kick to Balor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom runs out again into hit Sammy Zayn with the money in the bank briefcase. Balor rolls up Sammy and pins him and wins him. I thought this was one hell of a match. Uh, yeah, it was a full on gimmick. You know, you had interference, the weapons, this, that, whatever. Uh, but I thought it was just great. What did you think of this match, Jose? Yeah, I really liked it. We knew from the beginning. I think we even said something last week about it being full of shenanigans and shenanigans. We got we asked for him and we got him. Um, fun match. Great. It, and- it's it's good to see a WWE hardcore match when we're so used to. And we'll get to it in a little bit, uh, an AEW hardcore match, which is leaps and bounds different. (laughs) Well, very different. But one thing I did notice is that Kevin Owens, like I said, he was bleeding profusely, but then eventually he wiped his entire face down. Yeah. Like he wiped the blood off and it was clean. Yeah. And I was just wondering what was up with that? Like, why did they do that? I KO has a healing factor. Well, why did he wipe the blood off? Like, oh. are they, is there an initiative? Like say, Hey, we can't, you're bleeding. Wipe your face down right now. We don't want that blood. Maybe it was too much. That's wipe it down too much, too much. Could be Uh Grayson Waller effect next with Cody Rhodes. This is a nothing segment. Basically nothing he, he says uh, he made it some calls. So Jay Uso could be a part of Monday night raw. Cool. Uh, we don't get an explanation. Why? Why Jay would you do such a thing? Well, I have a theory. Okay. I think he called up SmackDown. He says, you want me on SmackDown? That's fine. You got to put Jey Uso over there Hmm. or whatever. Hmm. He's trying to get to Roman Reigns. Yeah. But yeah, apparently, like I said, there are SmackDown's going to be compensated for the Jey Uso trade they announced, but they haven't announced what yet. So that sounds like the insert Cody here. Uh, what do you think uh, of the Usos on their own? Do you think they could thrive on their own, Jose? I, I hope so. Um, I, I, Jimmy Uso time, on his own? At a time, I thought Jimmy was the, the better promo giver. I yeah. thought he was the better character. Jay was kind of just screaming around. But he got put into a very good place at a very good time. And that's yeah. what you need in pro wrestling. You know, the right place, right time, and the right uh, talent. I think Jay's in a better position than Jimmy is right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, to be determined. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I hope Jimmy thrives. Let's see. Let's see what happens. It looks like uh, 
we have mass confusion and sides are being taken in the bloodline storyline. He, he can be someone to hell take the U.S. title off of Rey Mysterio. There you go, Jimmy, Jimmy mm-hmm. Uso. I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, totally. Uh, because I don't see Jay Uso going after Gunther. I think they're going to put Jay Uso in the main event picture, main event, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it just seems kind of weird to me. Both them on their own, it, it, it's like it's kind of splitting the uh, attack. When you split the Dudleys, remember mm-hmm. it was, oh, that was weird. horrible. Yeah, it was weird. Like Re- Reverend Devon and, oh, and Bully Ray. You know, yeah. it was just weird to me and. Yeah, one did good, Bubba Ray, but the other one kind of just floundered. I mean, oh yeah, well, I mean, what happens is he he they uses one word that's his catchphrase, you know, testify, but they want to grind that full throttle. Oh, no, oh, testify? You, you mean yeah. uh, like like the like the church is you testify yeah. the church? No, no just be no cool. Vince. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Rhea Ripley defeated uh, Raquel Rodriguez to retain the Women's World Championship. So after a good start to the show, there was uh, there was a this was pretty much a lull of a match because uh, I just did not like this match at all. Uh, I don't think Raquel has, uh, like I said, the it factor. There is something big missing with Raquel Uh, or if she does, it's just not translating on TV because it's not coming across to me. I don't really care about her character at all. I know they're trying to present her as the unbeatable giant but she's not really committing to the role, or at least that's how I'm feeling when I'm watching her. I feel like she's going in at a 66%. You know, I feel like she doesn't want to give in to that, you know, like look, look crazy, look, just look ferocious, just mm-hmm. give in to the character, but she's holding back. Okay. That's now, how I feel. Is she holding back or are they telling her to hold back? Cause she, she could easily do a bunch of no cells and look massive, but well, she's, but that's not what I'm talking lot. about. That's you you want to be I'm a little more about. vicious and I want her to see more outside. vicious. She's smiling, but she's also the vicious giant. She's uh, she's taking hits saying, come on, Rhea, you could hit me better than that. You know, just like, mm-hmm. but, and, and when she says it, I just don't believe her. Then that's, like, you know, that's uh, creative. That's, that's all on creative. They I, need to tell her what's wrong and fix it because okay, I think she can. Okay. I, you know, what, what I've heard, uh, I don't watch NXT, but I, I hear that in NXT, she was a beast. She was well, yeah. They presented her differently. Um, she's been different since coming to the main roster, though. That's what I'm saying. So there's a disconnect there with, between creative over at the you know minor leagues and in the major leagues. We, the, this is where the issues uh, lie with Raquel. And I have a friend at work that used to dig her, and now out of nowhere, he's like, you know what? I'm I'm really tired of that whole back thing. <laughs> it's weird. I agree. Man. She comes in smiling. Hey guys, check out my back. I mean that that's some that's minor league shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's heel stuff too. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. Uh yeah. So eventually Dominic Mysterio, this match uh comes out to help his mommy. Uh Dom pulled into the ring uh with Raquel focusing on Dom. We have a Braun Strowman slam, a power slam to Dominic Mysterio. Rhea kicks uh Raquel's knees uh and hits the riptide, the pin and the win. Um, like I said, I did not like this match whatsoever. And I think a lot of it was on Raquel. Rhea usually has pretty good matches, and she looked decent in this match. Uh, also, yeah, I didn't even mention Rhea Ripley with the nod to China with her gear, wearing a mock-up of China's gear from back in the day. Yeah, so yeah, I, um, I thought Rhea looked great. What were your thoughts on this match and Raquel Rodriguez? Yeah, um, 
I, I really like Rhea still being champ, so they made a good call there. Yeah. Raquel, she needs some some type of change, uh, an update. I don't like her outfits very much. Um, it's kind of plain. Something, something like you said, something's missing. We we need. She's just update. hot steaming potatoes. You know what I mean? Like you can make something good out of hot steaming potatoes. You got to add butter. You got to add salt. You got to add pepper. But there's, there's no butter. None there's of no that. salt. Yeah. There's. Yeah. She's just a pile of hot steaming potatoes. Not saying about her looks. Just saying what I see about her character. Well, she looks great. She looks potatoes. great. She had physique is awesome. Yes. Um, she doesn't have horrible work rate. Yeah, I've no. seen worse. She can work. Do yeah. more. Um, yeah, it's the presentation, and I, I don't. I mean, at one point you do have to blame the talent, but she's new, so she might just be saying yes to everything. Yeah. Um, and, she, well, that that's you know, say no. They're letting her fall through the cracks, and if it's if it is a talent situation, then they need to pull her aside and they need to coach her on how to get back to what she was. Exactly. Because it doesn't fall directly on her; it falls with the people coaching her and mm-hmm. the people directing her and producing mm-hmm. her. It's not just, well, you suck now, so later. No, it's pull her aside. Let her know, hey, we're seeing this, we're seeing that. Try to curb this. Try to curb it this way. Do this and that. But no, yeah. we're not seeing that with her. That's yeah, they're opinion. they're they're assuming that she has veteran knowledge or indie knowledge where they develop their character early on, they go through different phases, and then you have the WWE network way of being raised into the a system. Yeah. And she's a victim of that system right now. And yeah, she she needs to either stand up for herself and be like, I don't like my character. Fuck this. We, we're doing it a different way or creative. And like you said, the handlers, the coaches need to step in and step agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Seth Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura to retain the world heavyweight championship. Damn it. Now, while this was a good match, it was also a slower one. And Shinsuke seems to be slowing down just a little bit. I mean, his entire goal in WWE uh, coming to WWE was to work a slower rate. Um, so there is that. Yeah, uh, that's what you asked for. That's what you get. The story of this match uh, with Seth Rollins back, which is a little weird to me because uh, it hasn't been focused on until all of a sudden, you know, until he faced Shin, like he's just like doing flips, doing, you know, the Falcon <laughs> arrow. He's mm-hmm. doing whatever. Back hasn't been a problem the past six months. It wasn't a problem at WrestleMania. But yeah. all of a sudden, according to Shinsuke Nakamura, it's been a problem forever. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to me. I don't know. Hey, dude, Falcon Arrow from the top rope. Ooh. And your back is hurt? I mean, you, you know, it's coming off the top rope. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of stress on your back. I, I don't know. Uh, eventually, we have a Kinshasa to Rollins, uh, to Rollins back. Uh, Shinsuke sets up again. Uh, but Seth falls to his feet. Back and forth reversals led to Rollins giving uh, Shin a pedigree. We have a stomp to Shinsuke, the pin and the win. Um, I thought this match uh, started a little tad slow, but I liked the match a lot. Shinsuke, it really picked up towards the end. Shinsuke uh, really shined for the first time in a long time, main eventing in this pay-per-view role. And that's one thing we saw consistently with both nights. Two people in the main event that we don't usually see, both Orange Cassidy and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, 100%. Um, what did you I think really, of this match? I really dig Shinsuke. I really dig his role nowadays. You can't give him the title on the first try. This is the beginning of the story. Well, we're gonna I get mean, two more. Ma- we're going to get two more matches, at least in that pay-per-view, before this is all said and done. I say Shinsuke wins the title at, at Survivor Series. Well, after the match, nothing happened. <laughs> or did it? 
Well, I mean, after the match uh, in the crowd, Shinsuke attacked him, but mm-hmm. what? Uh, no, Damian Priest tease. No, 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 no cash in. Yes. Well, like I just would hoping just him come out and just maybe he cue his music and then laugh, you know, oh, just and yeah. then just hold up the briefcase. Yeah. It, it's I, always I, there. Know, it's always looming. Yeah, I think they're st- they're steering away from that that uh, cash in right now, especially yeah. since you know the raw thing that happened. Did you see the beginning of the raw? Or uh, oh, the uh, the new uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, the senior. They're they're gonna yeah. ride that until almost next year's Money in the Bank. Well, like I said, I, I was just hoping for him to come out and hold the brief. Not a little tease. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah just tease. Like, hey, I'm always here. Mm-hmm. Be prepared at all times, and you're not prepared right now. I can win if I wanted to, but I don't want to right now because yeah. I'm Damian Priest, and I'm going to go party with my new tag team titles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Did did they allude to going out to party, or was this? Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I think. Uh, I think. Um, see, I'm dragging out the show now, but I think Finn was like, "Now I'm going to go get my friend Damian, and I'm going to get Dominic, and we're going to go out and party. We're going to AEW all out." Yes, because uh, you win all out right now. Yes, uh, we go all out all the time uh, because J.D. McDonough. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not start again. Uh, so the all out started with the buy in. Uh, Hangman Page won the over budget charity battle royal. What? OK, OK. Who named these things. OK, here's my question. <laughs> did did Tony Khan just buy Chicago? Because <laughs> because, man. The, the winner of this battle royal was going to get wins $50,000 to a charity of their choice. And mm-hmm. eventually Hangman gives it to the Chicago public school system. Mm-hmm. But to me, what I thought, because this wasn't announced until the day of, was that Tony Khan got booed to hell the day before. He just fired CM Punk. He knows Chicago hates him. What's he going to do? He's going to donate $50,000 to the uh, Chicago public school. And hey, good, 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 good good uh, donation right yeah, yeah. Is, is is it irony that hangman was the one that won and, well you know is that ironic or is that a, dig? a little bit was that a little on bit. purpose was that a, oops i forgot i i honestly think when you don't have someone talking in your ear you know mm-hmm. uh but you know to me it's it is a little funny because like you said hangman page wins it and um it wasn't announced until after everything happened so Hey, you know, it's a good charity, so you can't really rip on him for that. It is. Whatever. Public schools are important. You could give a little bit more than $50,000. You're fucking really. <laughs> oh, 50000 goes a long way nowadays. Oh, does it? With inflation? I don't think so. But okay. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. <laughs> I will take $50,000, but mm-hmm. anyways. Uh, next up, Hikaru Shida, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue defeated Athena, Mercedes uh, Martinez, and uh, Diamante with Billy Starks by pinfall. I don't. I don't. I didn't, I didn't watch the match. <laughs> I, I saw part of the match. Yeah, it was on the background. It sounds good. I, yeah. I would watch, but damn, I missed it. Uh, the acclaimed defeated. Uh, the acclaimed that's with Billy Gunn, Daddy Ass defeated Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal uh, by pinfall. Uh, this is the match with Dennis Rodman in the ring. Uh, did you catch any of this? Zero. I, okay. When I read that Dennis Rodman was there, I was like, what? What's so, he doing there? So the day before it was announced that Dave, Dennis Rodman, and this was after the CM Punk stuff, Dennis Rodman would be at Collision. and Or no, they announced it before the CM Punk. My mistake. Um, that he'd be at Collision because he was at StarCast making his first wrestling appearance in God knows how long. Decades. 
Uh, but then he agreed to come to the ring with the acclaimed. Now, it was funny because he eventually gets in the ring and I believe hits lethal with the guitar. Mm-hmm. And Daddy Ass is like, hey, get out of the ring. And Dennis Rodman is just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just stands in the corner and the ref is looking at him. The, and they're just like, whatever. One, <laughs> two, three. And uh, he, oh, and he has a cigar in his mouth the entire time, unlit. Of course he does. Of course he does. The entire time. And doesn't he have a daughter that's like a really good golfer or something? Soccer player. She plays Soccer on players. the U.S. national team. Yeah, Does she? That's mm-hmm. good for her. Uh, then we kick off all out with uh, Better Than You, Bay. That's the team of Adam Cole and MJF defeating the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and Jack or John Silver with Ooh, Evil hot, Uno in their corner. A highly healed Dark Order, it looks like. It was weird, man. You got MJF as a baby face, Dark Order as heels. What is going on with the world? Uh, it's uh, it's the original all in all over again. Yeah, that was, that's uh, was how they rolled, right? That was the original. Yeah, no, I believe so. Yeah, so this was a great match. Uh, it's a great way to start the pay per view. Uh, people may complain, like I said, that the world champion is a curtain jerking the show, but uh, the main event tonight isn't about the world title. It's about the international title and Orange Cassidy, somebody who's never main evented, get, being given a chance, and it propels that international title too. Absolutely. And uh, the world champion uh, did what he could to put on a great opener of a show. Uh, it wasn't that great of a technically speaking, but the story of the match was great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, MJF playing best friend, uh, playing baby faced, uh, doing everything he can to support his uh, best friend forever. Adam Cole. At one point, though, Adam MJF is hit in the neck. Uh, and he works a neck injury. Cole uh, takes on, and he's uh, carted away, or not carted away, but walked away by <laughs> yeah. medical staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole then takes on the Dark Order two on one. MJF uh, does come back eventually to to run wild on the Dark Order. Uh, he's holding his neck and his head sometimes, but he is running wild on the yeah. Dark Order. Yeah. Uh, he has a kangaroo kick to them, and they hit the double clothesline to Alex Reynolds, the pin and the win. Great opener. Good, good, good show. Now, like I said, MJF babyface, Dark Order heels. It doesn't make sense to me. And to me, it's like, I don't know. Do you think this was a, do you think in storyline, in storyline wise, did MJF get hurt? Or did MJF say, you know what? I don't want to wrestle anymore. Ow. He t- he, okay. After the, the mean, but his conscious that, got to him, you know, he spoke to, he, he spoke to Eminem. Okay. Well, he took a chair to the neck. That's true. That's true. So I say that made it pretty severe. Um, okay. yeah, I, I you think I he actually it, hurt himself. Story I think line. It, it's storyline. Yes. Story he, he was hurt and he showed signs of that afterwards. And when he did, when he attacked Samoa Joe, after the match oh, so, for, for that dirty look. Yeah. So after the match, MJF begins to walk up the ramp and Samoa Joe wastes no time at all to come to the ring uh, because as his music hits, MJF is still walking up the ramp and uh, Samoa Joe uh, calls back to NXT takeover Brooklyn when he was coming out as NXT champion and MJF, who was one of the extras at the time playing security guard, got a tad in front of Samoa Joe and he pushed him back hmm. uh, on the camera, hitting him to the side. Now he called back to this when he came out to the ring and kind of did the same thing to MJF when he was walking down the rep and MJF was walking up. 
And this, uh, this pissed MJF off when he came back to the ring and attacked Samoa Joe before the match. Uh, I mean, that's cool. We're getting Samoa Joe and MJF. Yeah, it, t- it sure took Adam Cole a long time to get involved in breaking up that match, that fight. Well, I, yeah, I mean. Kind of just watching like, hey, stop. Well, Max, I mean. Take it easy. You know, okay, he's, I'm he's, coming he's, in. He's got to watch out for himself, you know? Oh, he, okay. he, he's video game buddies with uh, Samoa Joe. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next up, we have Samoa Joe defeating Shane Taylor by submission to retain Ooh. the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Now, I'm glad you said that because when I watched this match, I thought, wow, this was a great Haas battle. But uh, little did I know uh, we were going to the meat department later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while I watched this match, I couldn't get 1000% into it because, well, I just don't care about Shane Taylor. And not saying that I don't like the guy. I think he's a good wrestler from what I saw the other night. Um, I'm just saying AEW hasn't done anything to make me care. And I'm talking AEW. We could talk about Ring of Honor all day long. And yeah, he's at Ring of Honor. He did this and that. And, and haven't you watched this and that? I don't watch Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I, I got to watch it on AEW. Mm-hmm. Make me care about Shane Taylor. If it's going to be on AEW pay-per-view, make me care about Shane Taylor. Yeah, and uh, his presentation wasn't very big time either. No, I mean, let's go get this workout on. But both him and Samoa, yeah, he does look like me at the gym. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's wearing gym shorts and a tank top. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I wear at the gym. And uh, and Samoa Joe also is like wearing his shorts. So it just looks like two big guys in basketball shorts, you know, beating (laughs) each other on the corner for a parking space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, Joe locks in the Coquina clutch uh, submission. Uh, this is a good Haas fight. I mean, hell, they beat the shit out of each other. Uh, what? Uh, I know you said who to Shane Taylor, but what did you think of the match overall? You know what? Uh, I don't know. After this next match, I completely forgot this match even happened. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, it was uh, it was a match. So we move on. Luchasaurus uh, with Christian Cage defeated Darby Allen uh, with Nick Wayne in his quarter to retain the AEW TNT championship. Now, this was an incredible match. I haven't liked a lot of Darby Allen matches before in my life. Um, it's fair. fair. They just seem a little bit unbelievable uh, to me a lot of the uh, a lot of the time. And while Darby versus Luchasaurus in a real fight, I know seems like a ridiculous thought, Mm -hmm. but uh, Darby looked great in this fighting up to the Dino Man, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus Uh, has a lot of uh, experience fighting smaller guys, though. Yeah, absolutely. uh, And he's agile. Yeah, Marco Stunt, he had a little beef with uh, Jungle Boy, of course. Um, 90% of the roster is smaller than him, but he is versatile, agile. And he, he, I think he needs to get a lot of the credit for this match. Yeah. Uh, Darby, Darby Allen is busted open early in the match. Uh, and, uh, Dino man would, uh, eventually hit him with uh headbutts over and over again. Uh, D- Darby goes off the top with a cross body, but Lucha just kind of swats him down at a certain point. Uh, Luchasaurus rips Darby Allen's bandages off and, uh, chokes him around the neck with them. Darby hits Lucha with the crucifix bomb. Eventually, we have a torture rack to Darby. Uh, Christian tries to convince uh, Nick Wayne to uh, throw in the towel at this point, which I don't know. I, this whole throwing in the towel stuff, I don't think managers should be given that uh, 
authority. That, 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 yeah, like Nick yeah. Wayne should not have that authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Who's this I mean? guy? He's barely been in the business two years. Even Christian, I don't think he should have that authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby fights out, uh, gives Christian a dive. We have an avalanche code red to Luchasaurus. Darby goes for a coffin drop, but sees uh, Christian with Nick Wayne uh, after he beats him down. He has the chair threatening to concerto him. Uh, this stalls Darby and Lucha knocks out Darby off the top rope. Uh, then we have a double standing tombstone to Darby and the Dino Man throws Darby into the corner. A strong lariat to Darby, the pin and the win for the Dino Man. Uh, what did you think of this match, Jose? Hey, it was really fun. Uh, like I said, Luchasaurus is a talent. I want to see this guy go on to international success. Wink, wink. Um it's a good match. I think Darby needs a break. Uh, I've heard that after that all-in match, he's you know a little bit hurting. Uh, so you after don't this, say. Yeah, let, let, yeah. So after this, give this guy a break, man. Let, you know, take him to uh, the Bahamas. Come on, Sting, spring for that. Um, I love this match. I thought it was amazing moments where I felt Darby could uh, have actually won. Uh, and Darby is just fucking crazy. Luchasaurus is great. You bring up a good point about Luchasaurus uh, International. It, it would be good to see him in New Japan Pro Wrestling to see exactly how much that character gets over in other parts of the world because it is a little gimmicky. Like I'm not gonna I, lie. I think I think it's built for Japan. Like, yeah. I don't see him as a world champion just based off the gimmick, unless mm-hmm. he takes the masks off one day. Okay, you know? I, I go for that. Yeah. Um, after the match, uh, Christian almost concertos Darby, but a group of random AEW wrestlers come out the ring to save Darby. It's funny because the uh, announcers are like, eh, that's Sean Spears and and others. The rest of the locker room. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't even think those guys are with the locker room. <laughs> those those are just random guys from the back. Weren't those guys security guards like two minutes ago? I believe so. <laughs> uh, next up, we oh my. Oh, my beef, shall I say, because, yeah. man, this match was fucking great. Miro defeating Powerhouse Hobbs by submission in an absolute beef fest. And I say that because, well, yeah, you may know, people watching this may know, I am a big fan of beef. And uh, <laughs> I have talked about my favorite Biggie quote for millennia. Oh uh, you know, and, and you know what I'm referring to the, yeah, yeah. the big meaty men slapping beef. Who, who cares for your technical wrestling? Who cares yeah. for back and forth? I want big meaty <laughs> men slapping beef. Now to me, I love it. I remember it all the time. Mm. Apparently so did everybody in the yeah. United center that you're, night. You're not alone. You're not alone. Um, even Excalibur mentioning it on commentary. Um, there were chants of, Oh, my beef beef forever. <laughs> uh, you know, this holy was just beef. holy beef. Yeah. Holy beef. Yeah. This was the hardest hitting match I've seen in a while. And this is the match you want to see by two big beefy guys. It was short and it was hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hobbs looked to, uh, lock in the game over eventually on Miro, but Miro powered out and hit Hobbs with a version of Hobbs's spine buster game over to uh Hobbs. And he got the submission and the win. And I'm sorry for Shane Taylor and Samoa Joe because this takes the Beefcake Haas Battle of the Night award. A great fight between the two men because it was a fight. Uh, What did you... uh, Well, hold on. Before or after this match, after what happened, Hobbs uh, looked to shake um, Joe's... or Not not Joe's hand, but um, 
God, why am Miro. I blaming Miro's Miro. hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, while uh, Miro was skeptical, Hobbs ended up attacking Miro. And uh, as Miro was getting beat down by Hobbs, who comes out for the save? But one hot and flexible CJ Perry. <laughs> yes. So, okay. CJ Perry's here. The former Lana comes out to the ring. Uh, she grabs a steel chair and hits Hobbs with it only to distract him for Miro to attack him. Uh, Miro sees Lana and doesn't believe she's real because he has forsaken her uh, <laughs> years real. ago. You're not real. Uh, which really, it reminded me of that. Uh, that airplane TikTok- lady? Yeah, the airplane oh. lady. <laughs> I swear to God, that motherfucker's not real. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm like, man, we are in the air. You are not going anywhere. Do not go uh, Jose, first off, what did you think of the beef shop? And do you think Lana or CJ Perry is a good fit for AEW? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, the fellas, this thing gave me the meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sweating after this match. Like, whoo, they, they put on a hell of a show, man. Great, good job. Uh, like we talked about on the pre-show, um, Miro needed this win. Plain Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and uh Hobbs could could take the loss and he took right now and he looked great uh he did great heel work afterwards absolutely so this is cool um what do i think about cj um she's great to look at we'll see how well her you know mic skills improved since last we saw her we'll see how much more of a character she and how far she's involved it looks like she's gonna be heavily involved push this well, appara- uh, apparently she signed a short-term deal so nothing yeah, long term. Right it's now. a let's wait and see. Uh, they have the budget right now. They yeah. don't have to pay, you know, a punk contract. So here yeah. you go. Uh, but you know, CJ Perry being there, I just uh, to me, it's like the way they've been doing Miro. Does she fit with that character? I want to see how she's going to be presented. You know, Lana. Lana was a great character. I loved Lana. You know, the ravishing Russian Lana. That when she was first with Rusev, yeah, but then she lost her accent, and that's when things went downhill. Yeah, that's <laughs> when they they were like, you know what? Let's do the Kofi Kingston thing to you, and you lose your accent. Yeah, didn't John Cena give her shit about that once on TV? I believe so. Yeah, didn't you lose your? She was like, <laughs> uh, next up, we have Chris Statlander defeating Ruby Soho uh, to retain the TBS Championship. No, no UPN Championship tonight, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, I didn't think this was a great, that great of a match. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I just, what did you think? Uh, I, I'll just ask you right now. What did you think of this match? Um, you know, you need a pee break somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, we have the no future followed by the destination unknown to Statlander, which led to a kick out by uh Statlander. Ruby gets her hands on the green spray, but then Tony storm, everything goes tits up because Tony storm appears and uh she steals the green spray from ruby for some reason yeah she's kind of losing her mind tony storm right yes she's getting yes. a little goofy a little she's like a crazy hollywood heartlet from yes. the 1940s yes and i love the character but i still think it's weird that they're part the outcasts are still a thing i thought that was broken up after last week but it's not well, uh tony storm is kicked out i'm assuming she was still with them on collision though so I don't know. Yeah, she's losing um, it. She lost it. This match, it dragged 99% of the time for me. Wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. Uh, but one match I was a huge fan of, one match I thought was match of the damn night, was Brian Danielson defeating Ricky Starks uh, via technical submission. This is, oh my God. Freaking brutal. 
It was a brutal, hard, hard hitting match. Man. Uh, with uh, straps, uh, strap hits, I guess you would say, uh, to each other's bodies, faces. Oh. Like, there were some hits to the Ricky Stark's face, and I was like, oh, dude, your face is about to be bruised. I would, yeah. I want to see what he looks like today because after the match, he was pink. Mm-hmm. Um, Starks gets the early jump on Danielson, uh, before the bell rings, uh, refusing to lock his hand in the uh the bull rope or not the bull rope but the strap mm-hmm. uh eventually though um danielson uh, bleeds even before the bell rings and he is just drenched in blood uh which was a recurring theme throughout the night it was a very bloody show yeah are we getting over this now blood is it like too much i feel like it's just e- there was a lot right now there was a I, lot I, I was gonna say i was gonna say it for later but uh, aw right now is brutal and bloody i don't know if i like it that often i think they were all good spots um but and they've all could have been used but all on one show i do think it was a little overkill yeah and all in everybody was bleeding all over the place uh sam punk was bleeding the first five minutes of the match yeah 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 no i'll agree with you it's getting a little bit too much cut it back a little bit like Mm -hmm. maybe just one a show maybe you don't have to do three Mm -hmm. a show I don't know. Uh, the two men go back and forth exchanging uh, whips, but Danielson uses his vegan powers to power through <laughs> the pain. Uh, Danielson uh, whips Starks. Uh, we get the yes kicks to Ricky Starks. Then Big Bill runs in uh, to the ring to beat down on uh, on uh, Danielson. And that's when Ricky the Dragon Steamboat stops Big Bill. Uh, Starks uh, hits Bill accidentally with a dive. And uh, Steamboat takes a bump. He went down, man. Yeah, he did. And you can tell that everyone was a little worried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stark or Danielson went for the running knees, but is stopped by Ricky Starks with a spear. We get a psycho knees to Ricky, followed by a kick out. Daniels, uh, Danielson begins to kick Starks in the head with the uh, kicking in the effing head spot. Uh, we get the label lock, but he can't lock it in fully. Uh, because his arms messed up and then uses the the strap to choke Ricky Starks and Ricky Starks basically his eyes almost popped out of his head mm-hmm. and uh, he passes out this was another great match uh match of the night like I said uh Jose best match of the night or best match of the last two weeks what do you think oh my god jeez man you're you're asking me to pick my favorite child <laughs> um yeah. this definitely i'll say this the last couple of weeks aew is definitely putting up some contenders for a match of the year definitely and th- you know they they don't stop they they stay bringing matches um the 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 strap usage was very creative in this one uh i haven't seen such brutal and creative use of the strap in a very long time or ever definitely. uh th- this is really cool man i i had fun but again, you know that this hardcore stuff is really starting to wear on me. Yeah, I mean, they were all good matches, though. That's the yeah. Point. I'm not, you know, that if, if I'm 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 nitpicking, I'm nitpicking. Yeah, um, I thought it was a great match. It was, you know, from top to bottom. You're right. It is getting a little too much with you know a hardcore match followed by a hardcore match, and uh, there was pretty much a was there a run in on like every match. It felt like it. It felt like it. Yeah. Big Bill, Ricky Starks, uh, Soraya, Tony Storm, 
uh oh well, i guess the the beef shop uh miro and powerhouse didn't have mm-hmm. a run-in uh dino man versus darby that had the christian cage mm-hmm. stuff uh yeah i'm just going through it okay back to where we were let's see there we go okay next up we have the blackpool combat club the team of claudio castagnoli and wheeler yuda defeating eddie kingston katsuyori shibata via pinfall now while this was a good match this is when i realized i feel like some of the matches kind of suffered because they were in between great matches Mm -hmm. you know like this on a on a dynamite or a collision or just any random pay-per-view would have been a good match you know uh, but it was in between that Danielson match and the uh, the Takeshita uh, Omega match. Mm-hmm. This could easily be a main event on a collision or a rampage. Yeah, dynamite, dynamite, maybe, maybe this could probably be uh, a main event. Not, maybe not main event, but you know, yeah, yeah it's there, yeah, he'll be on there. Maybe at the nine o'clock hour. You know, uh, the big happenings at nine o'clock. Um, I, you know what? I, I try to pay attention to this match, but I. I I, oh I yeah that's the thing because you were in between that it was that last match that took it out of you yeah yeah and, and you know I, I got up to stretch a little bit and maybe get a snack maybe um you know talk with the kids for a second <laughs> yeah. yeah i definitely took a break on this You're match. like so what are you guys up to you like you guys you guys cool yeah. you guys need some food or something i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I swear i'll take you to disneyland or something next week if you just like be chill for another hour yeah um claudio is just ignoring kingston the entire time when he's in the ring with him shabbat is kind of playing background character here at least in my opinion oh, yeah, uh, and we get up uh, uh what's what's his name uh oh uh, wheeler wheeler you do yeah 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 uh we get a pump kick saito suplex combo by kingston and shabbat to yuda we finally get our one-on-one with claudio and kingston in the ring we get a neutralizer to kingston he kicks out Wheeler locks in the headlock. Then Claudio just eventually European uppercuts uh, Kingston and gets the pin and the win. Yeah. What? (laughs) Even Nigel on on the uh, commentary goes, I never saw anybody win with a straight European uppercut before. Mm -hmm. And neither have I, Nigel. That was weird. Uh, What did you think of this match, Jose? Like I said, you know, I, I don't remember much of this match. I kind of checked out. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I wish I would have no. paid more attention. See, to you. That's the thing. That was your experience watching the match. You know, yeah. like yeah. after that last one, and it just takes it out of you. You need a break after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's when you need like the Nitro girls to come out and dance for the crowd for a minute. <laughs> yes. Keep them hot going, you know. Kimberly uh, Page. Next up, we have uh, Konesuke. Uh, God, yeah, I put the pronouncer in there, too. Konosuke Takeshita with uh, Don Callis defeating Kenny Omega uh, via pinfall. And oh my God, like one, another great fucking match. Jesus, man, you guys spread it out. (laughs) And uh, Omega, he is wearing it. They did spread it out. They spread it out during two weeks and we're still getting bangers. Yeah, just think if all this was on one show, that would not be good. No. Uh, Omega wearing his uh, DDT Pro inspired trunks. Because apparently they have a feud going back 10 years when uh, Takeshita was like 17. Mm. So, uh, that being said, Omega did have a few spots in this match uh, where he looked like he was slipping a bit. I don't know. Like, I, Kenny Omega is that good to work looking like he's losing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, totally. uh, but like there was points where he was slipping off the ropes. He looked like he was kind of losing a little bit of power against uh, Takeshita. 
Um, so he has Takesha up for the one wing angel position on the ropes, but Takesha breaks free, hits the avalanche blue thunder bomb to Omega, a V trigger to Omega. Uh, Callus uh, tries to interfere by stabbing Omega in the head with a screwdriver, Jesus. Uh, but stabs the ring instead. Oh, that's uh, cool. Kenny goes for the V trigger. Takeshita sees the tool and grabs it. Uh, Kenny gets Takeshita up for the one wing angel. And you think that Takeshita is going to jam Kenny Omega in the head, but no, the referee sees it and takes it away from Takeshita. This, uh, this allows uh, Kenny to, they, they eventually get Kenny to break the hold. Both men roll around leading to a massive German suplex to Omega. We have another knee strike to Omega. Takeshita rolls down his knee pad and hits Omega with a exposed knee strike and uh, gets the clean pin and the win over Kenny Omega. This is Takeshita's first singles win over Kenny Omega, and it was one hell of a win. I think this is the right call for Takeshita to win cleanly over Kenny Omega. It takes him to the next level. Jose, do you think Takeshita is the future of pro wrestling? I'm just uh, putting that question out there. I know it's a hot take. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. hundred percent. Um, can he just put this kid over twice? Mm-hmm. Uh, he ate the pin twice, right? He ate the pin last week. Uh, yes. Yeah. He took the pin against, uh, Takeshita I mean, in the know, he, that, that's the Kenny Omega stamp of approval. If that doesn't get you a push in the, to the moon, I don't know what will. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, no, the Takeshita, you know, I want to see what he evolves into. He's still like his character is a little plain, a little needs some evolution. But hey, he's only he's only 27. Yeah. And, you know, try try out the long trench coat. Uh, It doesn't work. Try this. It doesn't work. Try a Mexican lucha mask. They'll figure it out. Uh, next up, we have Bullet Club Gold. That's the team of Austin and Colton Gunn, Jay White and Juice Robinson defeating the team of FTR and the Young Bucks. Uh, now, I don't think this match suffered the same fate as some of the other matches of the night because it was just a spot fest, like spot after spot after spot. They knew they were going home with this in the next match. They said, let's just give it their all. And and they did, man, because it was just one thing after another. We had a BTE trigger by, uh, I believe it was Matt and Dax, a Shatter Machine by Cash and Nick. Uh, the Bucks were largely cheered in this match, but we did have some sections uh, booing the punks getting CM or booing uh, the Bucks getting a CM Punk chant going. Come on, you guys, just wrestling. Which <laughs> led to another side of the room chanting Crimea River, which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, singing it too, like the uh, kind of Justin Timberlake thing. Or no, oh. Keith Lee. Oh, okay. Crimea. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, the eight man breaks down. Eventually, we get a Blade Runner on Cash uh, Wheeler uh, by Jay White and Colton Gunn. Gets the pin on Cash Wheeler, kind of reigniting the guns versus FTR. What did you think of this match, Jose? Dude, can I get a break, please? You guys, <laughs> come on. Oh, man. I, hard to keep my eyes away from the TV now. Um, this is a great match, dude. Uh, FTR and uh, the Young Bucks are just made to work together, be it against or with each other. Um, I can't wait to see what's going, what's ahead for Bullet Club Gold. I'm not a big fun, big fan of the gun guys, uh, but you know, we'll see. Interesting. I love Jay White. I'm a huge Jay White mark. So yeah. So also the bucks wearing, uh, their gear from brawl out. Hmm. They're wearing the same gear from over a year ago. The same night they got into the fist fight with CM Punk. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I I wonder what, Hmm. wonder what that, 
that that hmm interesting pretty much mm-hmm. yeah uh, it, it, this um either way saw, either way whether yeah. you think it's a work whether you think it's a shoot either way it says something yeah yeah totally um when did the uh what do they call that uh the lap around the ring happen where the young books did like a, a oh that was, i think that was after collision okay okay the night after the night that would make sense that makes sense yeah so uh yeah uh yeah, yeah it was a good match great it was a spot fest you know for sure but hell it, it kept the crowd going yeah kept me going and, yeah absolutely next up we have the main event of the night john moxley ending the reign of one orange cassidy to become the new aew international champion technically the second international champion but if you want to be real apparently the inter or the all atlantic title was the same anyways yeah it's technically three the third title but mm-hmm. anyways and what a way to end a fantastic pay-per-view than this wonderfully bloody violent match it, it, it i mean it, it was very hardcore but i loved it mm-hmm. i loved every bit of it orange cassidy goes for the hands and spot or hands in his pocket spot early but moxley doesn't play that shit and goes right after oc <laughs> And OC is eventually busted open, being thrown into the ring post by Moxley. And Moxley just continues to focus on the wound of uh, Orange Cassidy, beating it down and even biting it. Like, like his mouth was on the blood of John of uh, Orange Cassidy. He is walking around the ring looking like a damn vampire with Orange Cassidy's blood in his beard, under his lips, above his lips. His lips are on the blood. I'm going to say this. Maybe they should rethink that spot. Sanitary reasons. And I know like, yeah, hey, do you have anything that I can catch? No. Okay, good. It's still not good to mix blood, to to suck on somebody else's blood. I think it it can lead to adverse health effects. Just saying, John Moxley, don't do that spot. Yeah. But yeah, just, just don't, dude. Uh, OC gets some offense in, even hitting uh, two orange punches on OC. Uh, then he goes for a third, but Moxley hits him with a cutter. Moxley goes for the death rider, but OC reverses, hits another orange punch, followed by a spear. And uh, the crowd was stunned, thinking OC would beat Moxley with the finishing move of a former Shield member. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually realized Orange Cassidy and Roman Reigns have the same move set. They do. The orange <laughs> punch, yeah. the spear, mm-hmm. you know, like. Those are the exact same moves of Roman Reigns. All is missing is a ooh ah, ah. Yeah, I I would like to see it, you know. <laughs> but Orange Cassidy way, just ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh OC goes for his gimmick leg kicks, but instead of doing his whole shtick, uh the kicks got more and more intense, leading to OC kicking the shit out of John Moxley. But eventually Moxley hits two Larius on OC, a death rider. Orange Cassidy kicks out. He gets up and then just gives Moxley the double bird, gives him two middle fingers. And Moxley just walks over and says, I'm going to Death Rider you now. Thank you. And puts him down, pins him and wins him. This was an absolutely fantastic, great match. Great night of wrestling. Uh, This match was incredible. Uh, Jose, how many match of the year candidates do you think we've had in the past two weeks? Like you said, so many, right? Half the show on both shows. How incredible uh, was this match? I would stand up and clap, but you know, I have no room here. But and your children are asleep, so standing O for this match. Um, Absolutely, yeah, man. 
especially for Orange Cassidy, man. That guy's been the storyline is has been through a lot, and he's been getting beat up by everyone, but always finds a way. He unfortunately wasn't able to find a way. My question here for you, sir, is: Are we over uh, brutal Moxley? Do we want him to be a little bit more technical now? No, like he's always super I, savage. So here's the thing about Moxley that I love is that he wasn't isn't he like going out competing in actually an actual jujitsu battles. Is like actual like, competitions man, he's I, actually competing in here and there, oh like randomly here and there, amateur level, not big time, but he actually right. is. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. a legit badass dude. Yeah. And I don't know, man, it makes wrestling, it makes wrestling more believable to me. Do I want to see forks in everyone's head in every match? You know, we went from a week ago to with the skewers, right? In Moxley's yeah, head. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then this week, you know, you have orange Cassidy, like just, so much blood mm-hmm. so much blood like orange cassidy needs a blood transfusion after that yeah. at least in my opinion um oh there was there was a wall full of people hooked up to uh transfusion machines after this i mean damn if they're not going to the blood bank afterward i don't know mm-hmm. man yeah but i don't know moxley he i think he's great i think continue doing what he's doing okay then you uh, know what they should take the maybe, brutality away from other people yes or at least space it out a little bit more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, don't have three or four matches all in one night, all about uh, hardcore blood. Because honestly, hell, my girlfriend watches WWE with me and she knows a lot of the people on WWE because she'll start following them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What she does not like is the blood. Mm-hmm. Now, I have kind of made a casual fan out of her. She wants, you know, she, I said, hey, we're going to go to this wrestling show coming up. She's like, cool, we're going she doesn't like blood. She turns away to it. She says she doesn't like watching it. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people, a lot of casual fans don't like it either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're, let's face it, unless you're a dude. And, <laughs> and even some guys don't like seeing it every night, ever all the time. So I don't, I don't know. mind it. I just don't want to see the brutality wasted. Yes. I you don't want to see it every it, single it sh- match. Yeah. It should be an occasional thing, a thing that makes you like, Oh no, crimson mask. It, well, it also be... normalizes it, you know? Yeah. This shouldn't be the seventies. We're not in the seventies anymore. Let's, let's do something different. Yeah. So that ends two great freaking nights of wrestling. Hey, give it up to WWE. They, I mean, they didn't pull out an all out show, but they did really good in competition this weekend. Uh, and I will say this to them all out better than all in really hundred percent. I would say I, I, I enjoyed all out a hundred times more than all in at mm. least that's what I thought. Um, okay. You liked no, all I, out more. You liked I, all in more. No, you know what? I, I, I can't pick one because they're both so different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the magnitude of all in and the, 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 the it was only the second all in ever the all out we see every year, but you know, Everybody did indeed live up to the name and went all out. You know, it's funny. I went back and listened to our review of the first all in uh-huh. and we were talking and we were like, oh yeah, no, this is going to be all in summer, winter, fall. Mm-hmm. We're going to do four a year. Mm-hmm. This is before even AEW was announced. Yeah, <laughs> was yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, we were a little drunk too. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it here for us at city wrestling radio. Uh, we might be back next week. We might not be, uh, we might take a week off, but, uh, nonetheless, we will be back with these giant walrus things on my shoulder. Uh, it's a good commercial to go out to. Um, (laughs) and, uh, we will be back 
we'll be back next week somehow. Yeah, and uh, incredible hat is we'll definitely be back. Yeah, some news. No pay per views next yeah. week though. No so that's so. Yeah, and you know, uh, it, it, dude, it, CM Punk could be making an announcement any day now. Absolutely, I, I swear to God, it's going to happen the second I hit publish on YouTube. The second I hit publish. Anyways, we will also be back with a new retro review this uh, this month, coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, WCW Fall Brawl 1996. Go ahead and watch it now. Get caught up. It's the beginning of the NWO. Too sweet, brother. All right. For City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose. And we will see you next time. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye.